0: How's it going, guys? Jared Lopes back here with you on the Dad Tired Podcast. As always, so good to be with you. If you just stumbled upon the podcast for the first time, welcome. Super glad to have you. We're not just a podcast. We're a whole ministry that is focused on leading our family towards Jesus, stumbling our way to spiritual leadership. That's what we're all about. So if that's you, if you're wanting to help uh, your family fall in love with Jesus and you personally want to fall in love with Jesus uh, and help your family do the same, You're in the right place. We'd love to have you come be part of our little community. You can do that. The best way to do that is to go to dadtire.com, Click the community tab and that will link you over to a closed group that we have on Facebook with thousands of guys um, from around the world who are taking their faith and their family and their marriage very seriously. Also, we're doing a cruise next year. So if you haven't signed up to come on the cruise, March 2020, it's going to be amazing. All you can eat food. All you can drop off your child care. That didn't make sense. Uh, all you want child care. I don't know what I'm saying. It's free child care. Um, if your kids are like older than a year, then you can uh, drop them off and it's free child care. And you can like sit by the pool with your wife and have like a fancy drink or uh, a glass of water. Oh, <laughs> uh, Whatever you're into, you know, uh, you can go see a show. You can go read a book. You can go take a nap all kinds of stuff you can do. So anyway, uh, we'd love to have you come be part of that. The price, uh, it's, it's pretty affordable depending on what room you pick. You can go real, real fancy and get like a fancy little suite on the cruise, or you can just go budget and get like a room with no windows and like be down in the boiler room and throwing coals in the fire. So the ship keeps moving, but you know, there's lots of options for you. So Whatever you pick, just come hang out. We'd love to have you come out. We're going to do a little Dad Tired conference on there, encourage you in your marriage. Your wife is invited. Your kids are invited. It's going to be awesome. Go to dadtired.com forward slash cruise or just click the cruise button when you go to dadtired.com. And it will link you over to that. Speaking of marriages, today I've got my wife back on the episode. Last week, or last month, she came on and did an episode with me and just crushed it. Uh, Everyone said, Jared, you need to basically get out of the way and let your wife just come on uh, because she's better than you. Which I already knew that, so I didn't need you guys to rub it in my face. But anyway, she's back this week on this episode. We're going to be talking about uh, when do you pursue your dreams as a married guy, as a dad, uh, or as a wife? When do you give them up? When do you lay down your life and kind of give up on that stuff to serve your family? What is the spouse's role? Like, do they give up their life so that the other person can pursue their dream? All of that. Like, we're going to talk about all of that today. So that's that's the plan. Layla's going to join me. She's going to have a lot of good things to say. This is stuff we're personally wrestling with and through. So I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, we haven't actually recorded it yet. We'll do that tonight. <laughs> uh, so when you're listening to this, um, just know that, we recorded it later. Um, Anyway, that's probably too much information. I don't know why I shared that out with you. Anyway, it's going to be good because she always has a lot of wisdom to share. But before we dive into today's episode, I do want to thank my friends over at Care Of for sponsoring this episode. If you're not familiar, Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Uh, most of us don't know where to begin. That was me. I, I've never really taken vitamins and supplements in my life. So I'm like, what should I even be taking? It's really hard to know. It's really hard to figure out like what, what you should be taking. But Care of makes it super easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest. So you jump on takecareof.com, you're going to do one of their online quizzes that ask you about your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle choices. It's only going to take about five minutes. And at the end of that, you're going to get personalized, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations, uh, which is super amazing. Then at the end of that, they're going to package those up into daily packs for you and send them straight to your door, which is very very, very convenient for most of us dads that are busy. We're always on the go. Uh, you don't have to worry about what vitamins you should be taking for that day or restocking. They're going to send them straight to your door. One of my favorite things about the care of company is a portion of every sale goes to the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. So if you're hoping to be... Less dad tired, get a little bit more energy, sleep a little bit better, and also know that you're doing something good for some uh, mothers who could use some prenatal vitamins. Uh, you're definitely going to want to try Care Of. Um, go to TakeCareOf.com. They're going to give you 50% off of your first order for the dad tired listeners. Again, go to TakeCareOf.com. Enter the promo code DAD50. That's DAD50. TakeCareOf.com. Enter the promo code DAD50. Five zero, you're gonna get fifty percent off your first month of personalized vitamins. Again, go to takecareof.com, enter the promo code dad fifty um, to do that. Also, want to thank my friends over at Marriage After God, uh, Aaron and Jennifer. They wrote a book called Marriage After God. They've got all kinds of great things going on in their ministry, uh, podcast, which is really good. I highly recommend you go over there and subscribe. They've got all kinds of books for your marriage, uh, for your praying with each other, devotionals, praying with your kids and for your kids, all kinds of great stuff. But they're going to come out with a book uh, this summer in June called Marriage After God. And it's just really talking about how the word of God plays into our marriage and how it can be used to sharpen us, correct us, rebuke us, all the things that 2 Timothy 3.16 says that scripture will do. Uh, It's a very, very good book. I had a chance to read it and endorse it. A lot of people, I I just was on their website today and looking through all the people who've read it and endorsed it. And there's a a lot of names much bigger than me who have also read it and said, you know what, this is one of the best books out there for marriages. So if you have not yet gone over to pre-order it, go to marriageaftergod.com. You can pre-order that book anywhere where books are sold and it's going to be very, very beneficial to you and your marriage. So make sure you go to MarriageAfterGod.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everyone. Well, we're back. And as promised, I've got my beautiful bride here. Hello, Layla.
1: Hello. Here I am.
0: Um, you were hit last time, last month. I what? You were a hit.
1: Oh, I was a hit.
0: What do you think I said?
1: I was hit last month. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> you were a hit. People loved hit. you.
1: Oh, that's nice. Thank you. A
0: bunch of uh, guys on the Dad Tired group said, you should come on often.
1: All right. Well, thanks for having me back.
0: It's 9.22 p.m. We just put our third baby down and uh, have a cup of tea here. This episode will go out tomorrow morning. I probably should get better at these uh, last-minute procrastination episodes. I'm too but tired for this. Somebody, I won't name names, but somebody said on the last episode, they felt like they got like uh, to be in bed with us as we were like having pillow talk before right. we went to bed. Not in like a weird way, <laughs> but it did. No,
1: it's not weird at all. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, but just as we were
1: A glimpse into our conversations As we fall asleep at yeah. night
0: Which is kind of what we're doing now Yeah We're not in bed No That'd be weird Anyway, alright, well let's start out how we did last week Uh, our last time you were on What are you learning this week? Anything weird, exciting, other than giraffes peeing on each mm-hmm.
1: other? That was a good one <laughs> I did learn something I, uh, for anybody who likes chemistry I kind of like chemistry I learned, at least I've heard, I haven't tested this, but if you put a potato and soak it in hydrogen peroxide, it will become clean drinking water.
0: Oh, it acts like a filter?
1: No. No, no. like chemistry. There's like an enzyme in the potato that decomposes. You know, hydrogen peroxide is H2O2, and I think it like, somehow.
0: Oh, the hydrogen peroxide becomes drinkable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: It turns into. The potato turns the hydrogen peroxide into yeah. water. Sorry. Yeah. That is so interesting.
1: that's kind of cool, huh? All you need to do is pack a potato when you're out in the... Nope, there's no hydrogen peroxide nope. in the woods. And a no.
0: bottle of hard hydrogen peroxide <laughs> instead of a bottle of water, <laughs> which would make no sense. Turn the mic towards your... Like, tilt it up. Tilt it. Yeah. So that you're... Yeah, and a little bit closer to your face.
1: Oh, it smells like Ella.
0: <laughs> Push it a little closer to your face. There you go. It's like right you, talk face. Okay, oh. you talk quieter. Um, that's okay oh, because you talk quieter. That's an. Well, ex- that's cool. That is an exciting one. We should try it. Uh, actually, let's do it tomorrow with the kids. That'll be fun.
1: Do we have potato?
0: No, we'll go
1: get we Sweet potato. Uh,
0: I just got back from Australia, as you know. And mine's not as exciting as that, um, but uh, I learned a couple things. Learned a lot of things actually in Australia. I won't go through all of them, um, but one of them is that Australia is like new as a country. I had no idea how new they are. Did I you heard know that, that Australia's like a couple hundred years old?
1: Yeah, I heard that.
0: Uh, which I didn't know because I was raised in public school, U.S. education, and. Uh, which yeah. isn't always bad but apparently my public school education didn't teach me about world geography and when countries no. came of origin.
1: Most people don't know a lot about world history.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so that was interesting and a couple of uh they when I was speaking they kept saying things like you're saying that wrong or we don't know what that means mm-hmm. or that's not how we would say it here. And they wrote me a li- they made me like uh a list that says how to speak Australian. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which is
0: English, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm reading the title of the list. How to speak okay. Australian. Flip flops are called thongs.
1: Okay.
0: Which I'm not going to change how I say that one. Swimsuit called swimmers. Yep. Board shorts, boardies. I like that one. I like boardies. Sucker. I, I told a story that involved a sucker that's called lolly. Well, oh, yeah. I
1: like lolly too.
0: Mosquitoes, which I got bit, I got a million bites there. Mozzies. Mm hmm afternoon arvo yeah i don't get that, that one that night. tea so a lot of times they'll say do you want to go to tea which i thought we were actually going for tea like we're drinking right now uh it means do you want to go for dinner but if you say do you want to go for dinner in australia that means like do you want to go out for a fancy meal right so that was but really
1: tea is like a casual
0: casual dining evening meal
1: evening meal
0: dinner could maybe lunch dinner right? could be lunch if you oh, say, dear. "Do you want to go for dinner?" That could mean an afternoon fancy meal or an evening fancy meal. Wow. It's real confusing, mm-hmm. and there's no tea involved. Yeah, that's strange. So anyway. if you want tea, oh gosh, you just entered into the matrix.
1: <laughs> Do you say, "I want to go to tea, the drinking kind"?
0: <laughs> I don't know, Layla. That's you asked. that's a lot of questions. All right, let's dive in today. Last time we spent way too much time on unimportant. Things traps are important, (coughs) so I thought we'd dive right in. Um, last night, you and I were catching up on one of our favorite shows, This Is Us. Mm -hmm. This is Us, and the episode was a conversation starter.
1: Spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, if you're caught up, you're good. If you watched even two weeks ago, you're good. We're still behind one episode, right.
0: Yeah, but I don't think... So this anything- is the
1: history of Randall and Beth.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't think you have to watch the show for to for any of what we're about to say to make sense, and yeah. I don't think anything we're about to say is going to spoil. Okay, fine. Um, that being said, I was going to have you kind of explain in brief summary what happened. Like, oh, okay. given an, Give an overall summary of what happened in the episode. So, that- so
1: Randall and Beth, they're a married couple, and they're talking about their history, and... <clears throat> what happened was Randall was voted to become,
0: uh, like a city council,
1: city councilman or something. So anyway, his schedule just got super busy. Um, it's in Philly. So he has to drive all this way to get there every night while, uh, meanwhile, his wife, Beth, um, has decided that she would like to get back into being a dance instructor, which I guess she used to do years ago. Um, so the timing of this is bad because their schedules are just crazy busy. So Randall is in Philly trying to do his politician thing and he has to like rush back to get home in time for Beth to just leave and go essentially be gone for the night so she can do her dance recital stuff and they get into a fight because he's saying like what you're doing is kind of like impacting our family and she said Um, what about my dreams and what I want to do? I've, I'm the one who's always bent for you to do whatever crazy idea you've had. And the one time in my life that I'm finally saying, this is something I want to do. You're all upset about it. And I kind of like had Jared pause it. I'm like, oh my gosh, who's right. (laughs) Kind of like, anyway, they do a good job. Yeah.
0: And they do a good job in that, uh, on all their episodes, but especially that one where you really can understand both sides. He has a responsibility. It's something that he feels kind of called to or led towards. And Mm -hmm. it's noble task to go be a city councilman. She wants to do dance, which has always been on her heart. And you feel like, well, she should have this, um, the freedom to do that. Mm -hmm. But the reason we give you the background is because I felt like if we're not intentional now, this is going to be us. 15 20 years from now um and so that's kind of what i want to talk about we purposely i this purpose this is us yeah this is I uh, sorry i was
1: gonna uh, let it go and i couldn't because i thought if someone's listening and they're thinking why didn't somebody call uh, that out that was a good one yeah. this is going to be us
0: um you totally sidetracked sorry uh holy cow add at its finest right now Sorry. <laughs>
1: so you're saying <laughs> oh, you, you have, have to be inten- we now. have to be
0: intentional um, otherwise this, I, I, I personally felt convicted, um, cause you and I've been married almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the dreamer in our marriage. Mm-hmm. I've always got the ideas. Um, and I could go, we could spend a 15 part series of all the things that I've convinced <laughs> you we should do. Um, and 15 part series wouldn't be enough. No, um, that's
1: like per week. <laughs> uh,
0: so I'm always like, you know, let's do things. And many times you've bended, mm-hmm. bent bended to those dreams and desires, whether it's uh, let's pursue new career, let's pursue a new job, let's move houses, um, I'm going to try to start this business, or I think now all of a sudden I'm running a ministry or whatever it is, and you're constantly kind of bending to that. And what I pictured was, and why I felt convicted was like 15 years from now, you say, Jared, I've spent the last 25 years of our marriage laying my life down for you. Um, and I'm just kind of tired of it. Like I'm tired of basically living in your shadows mm-hmm. and pursuing whatever you want. So one, uh, I want to talk about that because I think a lot of couples probably are dealing with that. Either one or the other, like the spouse has something, yeah. the Seems wife.
1: like Usually one is the dreamer and the doer and the other kind of follows along. It seems like in yeah. a lot of couples we've met.
0: Which is God's role, I think, for pairing the two. Because at its best, it's really healthy. Mm-hmm. One keeps mo- the couple moving forward and the other balances mm-hmm. so that they're not in debt mm-hmm. and they have lasting relationships and all that stuff, which is what you do for me. You're really good at helping me with that. We would have no deep friendships uh, if it weren't for you. And we would be probably bankrupt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If if I said yes to every one of your ideas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're a gift. And I think that that's God's gift to a lot of marriage. But I imagine there are a lot of couples who probably this is like them. And I've just heard guys, you know, it's like they've, well, I want to pursue my dream. Like, um, they have things on their heart that they still want to do and their wife's not on board. Mm -hmm. And so really I want to like talk about for us, What, uh, well, before we dive into that, do you have any thoughts on like, I I kind of just puked out a lot of information as far as our history goes and you kind of in the last 10 years following along with Mm -hmm. all the dreams that I've had and and how much life change that's caused us Mm -hmm. in the last 10 years. Did you, did that spark any like thoughts or emotions?
1: Um, I think when we were watching this show last night, I don't know why it struck me so hard, like it bothered me that I didn't know who was right. Like like I, want, I wanted one of those, one of them to be obviously in the wrong, but there just isn't a obvious like, duh, she should totally be supporting him and give up her dream of dancing or geez, what's wrong with him for making her feel bad about wanting to dance. So I think it's something that there probably isn't just a black and white right answer. I think it has to do with like, what is the dream? What is the timing? What is the impact on the family the the marriage relationship? because um, yeah, I could see both her whole life she's not done her dancing, yeah, for, you know, or for whoever whatever it is. and but for him, this has been like something he worked really hard to do to be this city councilman and
0: yeah, but for you personally oh what have you, not just like what you felt about the show, but what have you felt in the last 10 years of our marriage? Do you, ha- is there like any bitterness starting to fester? Uh, Are there any seeds of bitterness?
1: Well, I looked at you last night when I had you pause it so that we could talk about it. And I said, you know, what if I got a dream and like wanted to do something that took a lot of our family's resources, whether it's like financial or time and, uh, lucky for you, I don't have a whole lot of dreams. (laughs) I'm kind of, I'm doing what I've always wanted to do, which, you know, I've, I've become a nurse. So I, you know, I was already a nurse when you and I met, so I didn't have like to go to school or anything like that. And, um, you know, I'm a wife and a mom now, and I don't have a lot of like ambitious goals or dreams, which I know probably sounds lame, but but I thought, what if I did, and like, how would that impact you and what you're doing and you're traveling and all that stuff? Like, who gets to decide? Who gets to chase what dream? Yeah. So I guess to answer your question, I haven't. No, not. I'm not currently feeling any bitterness or anything like that. There's nothing that I've wanted to do that I'm not doing because of what you're doing. If hmm. that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Tim Keller said, uh, and I'll butcher the quote, but something to the effect of. Um, the reason for marriage, and I think he actually has a book called that, um, or the meaning of marriage is the title Mm -hmm. of the book. But one of the things that he, the points that he alludes to is essentially the goal of marriage is for us to partner with God um, and to see what he's doing in our spouse and Mm -hmm. to join him in that work so that that person, our spouse can become who God uh, wants them to be. And really that's the same thing for us as parents, right? Like, my, our kids are not our own, they're God's and God has, he has laid out all the days of their life, um, before they were even born. And then he chose us to be their parents and our goal is to partner with God mm-hmm. and helping them become who God wants them to be. Mm-hmm. And really marriage is like, that's the same thing for us in married, uh, married life is that I want to study you for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then I also want to be in constant like prayer and just sensitive to the spirit. What's he doing in Layla? And how can I join him in helping you become all that God has desired you to be? Um, so that's like, that's such a beautiful picture of marriage. Mm-hmm. It's a selfless picture. It's, I'm not trying to take things from you, but mm-hmm. I'm here to serve you in that way. But I was thinking uh, on one of my recent flights, I flew, for, I don't remember, somewhere, and I was watching um, the documentary that's on Amazon about Billy Graham. Oh, yeah. And he just felt this pressing call to go around mm-hmm. the world and to share the gospel to to preach the good news of Jesus and he would be gone for months at a time and they had mm-hmm. I can I don't know how many kids maybe you can google it but um they had a lot of kids and his wife just like faithfully stayed home without her husband for months wow. so that he could go preach and she said like the only reason I could do that is because I knew mm-hmm. what God is calling him to and th- and this was like our family's calling mm-hmm. yeah if you were out like at the bars Every night, it it would have been a different situation. And so part of my thinking is like for couples who are potentially struggling with this, uh, where one spouse has kind of this thing that's been laid on their heart and the other spouse feels like they're bending. Mm -hmm. One of the first questions I'd ask, and I think it's appropriate for us to ask, is what is God calling us to as a family? Mm -hmm. And do we believe full? Wholeheartedly in that mission as a family, um, so that is, is there enough buy-in so that when the sacrifice comes, we know why we're sacrificing.
1: Because yeah. if he's calling you to something, then he's calling the rest of us to something. Not that I'm gonna go be on stage, you know, or or speaking like you are as Dad tired, but as the the back, not the back half. That sounds like it's a negative thing, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's while, a- if God's calling you to go then he's calling me to stay with yeah. the kids and or you know, or it be vice versa. If I were called to go, then yeah, you would be home.
0: And your role in Dad Tired is crucial. I mean it's like mm-hmm. it the guys don't get to see Their
1: payroll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> put you on uh put you on staff. We don't have staff at Dad Tired. Speaking of which, uh you guys should donate. Can't. Please. Uh we do have we've we've had I don't think you know this, we've had about twenty six guys in the last month, come on as uh, donors, new donors oh, awesome. to the ministry, which has been really encouraging. That's great. Um, so if you are a Dad Tired listener, we're still looking for more guys to, uh, I think we've raised about thirty-three, thirty-five hundred dollars 3500 and we're trying to raise oh, $15,000 awesome. um, so that we can do more of these conferences. I don't know
1: if these guys know you don't actually like, take a paycheck from Dad Tired. I don't. Did no. you tell them that?
0: I've told them, yeah. Oh. yeah.
1: <laughs> he does all this work. It's not a paycheck pay, yeah. but it helps keep run the keep the ministry running, which is good,
0: yeah, yeah, so we're trying to raise fifteen thousand so that we can uh do more of the conferences, lower the cost of the conferences, and all that stuff uh I'll be at one in Texas, so if you're listening to this on yeah, Monday, a couple days are you? yep, uh, a couple days from now this weekend, I'll be in texas, go to dadtire.com, dot com click the conferences tab. you can see that but um i do you feel like you're well, I guess one of the things I was going to say is that you. You have such a big role in Dad tired, and and the fact that uh, you are constantly like advising me, uh, counseling me, and like non like in your own personality, mm-hmm. you're keeping me accountable, checking my heart, asking questions on my heart. Dad tired wouldn't exist if you weren't you and playing that role. So I definitely feel like you you play a role. But one of the questions that I think practically couples can ask is uh, the first question that should be asked is who is doing the bending in the relationship? Um, and usually it's sub like somebody just kind of falls into that role. Mm -hmm. Um, and so somebody, either the husband or wife is probably either naturally or begrudgingly, Mm -hmm. but quietly bending so that Mm -hmm. the other person can do what they want to do or feel called to do. Mm -hmm. So the first question to ask is like, who's bending? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's huge, yeah, huge to ask. Uh, because asking, it's going to expose mm-hmm. that there's a problem here or that there there's a potential problem here. Right. Um, and so I think for a lot of couples that, that are listening to this, whether your husband listening to this and you, you've been living out your dreams, um, or you're a wife listening and your husband's been living out his, or you've been living out yours or whatever. The the first question to ask is who's bending and who has the, who has the track record in our relationship of bending and do they want to be bending
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, may, like in our case, I just, I don't know, I don't have a whole lot of ambition to do a lot of other things. So it may, you know, if there are big dreams, then I'm the one that's kind of like following to your whims. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a bad thing or will lead to a fight or anything, but right?
0: Right. Well, and I think that that's part of like that Tim Keller quote I want to see what's yeah. in you and i'm going to bend i'm going to lay my life down so that you can become the person mm-hmm. god's designing you to be and really the balance is like one have we agreed on that together yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: that's important
0: <laughs> i think there are a lot of guys even in ministry who are mm-hmm. um they're sacrificing a lot and their family doesn't feel like they're part of the ministry mm-hmm are called to the ministry mm-hmm. and their kids are getting bitter and their family's getting bitter and their wives are getting bitter.
1: Absolutely, yeah. There are a lot of stories of that. It's really yeah. sad.
0: Because it was never a team mission. It was never a, like together, this is how we see God's calling us as a family. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just dad running out and doing what he feels called to. Mm-hmm. And I see this in the dad's Tire group all the time. Guys saying, well, I, I feel like God's calling me to something. I had a mentor tell me, I think it was Monty who told me, uh, God never calls you to do something he's not giving your wife peace about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that, I mean, that's just so practical for you, husband or wife listening to this. If you are convinced God is calling you, then he will for sure give your wife or your husband peace about that same calling. Zero percent chance God's dividing you. Yeah. Right. And let me give you a giant dose of peace and use tons of uncertainty and stress, (laughs) like just not how God is operating. Um, huh. yeah so so God is like most definitely would be uniting you and so this so who's Not that
1: there is an angst sorry because yeah. I'm just thinking like when you like when you've come home and said I'm going to quit my job like I wasn't just like ah oh, that sounds awesome let's just have you quit your job with no plan B like there was a lot of, still for me a lot of angst, but there was some like underlying like when I heard your heart behind it and you know I it made sense it i mean even if it doesn't make sense in a worldly way like anyway do you know what i mean
0: yeah Sorry, totally I'm i <laughs> no i usually tell guys don't make a pros and cons list when making decisions mm-hmm. cuz your cons list can still be longer and god could still be calling you to it mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. everyone throughout right, that's scripture what you
1: mean, or like it's not like you're not going to be scared to do something totally. if if god's calling you to do something that doesn't mean like you'll just be 100% no fear let's go
0: right Um, The second question I think is important, um, and I think we've kind of answered this for us personally, but am I holding you back or stopping you from fully living out what God would have for you? Mm -hmm. And that's where the danger would get in. Like That's Mm -hmm. where I feel like the bending is now you've moved into an unhealthy realm. Mm -hmm. Um, If I were out doing all the dad tired things and you feel this pressing thing like uh, where God has laid something, a burden on your heart, and you can't do that, because you've you've bent in such a way that it just allows me to go do whatever Jared wants to do. Mm -hmm. Um, We're in an unhealthy place. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm embarrassed to say I haven't asked you enough that question. Am I holding you back from, Mm -hmm. is there something God is trying to stir up in you that I can come alongside of you? Mm -hmm. So I feel real conviction about that, seriously. I feel like it's been more of me saying, Here's what God's calling me to. Here's what I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say I'm sorry for that bit. Seriously. Um, (laughs) Because I want to. I want to come alongside. I want to be your teammate for whatever Mm -hmm. God's stirring in you. And uh, even if that's small things, even if it's like I want to do better at homeschool stuff, um, this is the burden God's laid on my heart for this season Mm -hmm. is to really do well at this. I need to, as a husband say, what does it look like for me to serve you in that? Mm-hmm. And are there areas that I need to lay down my life and sacrifice things that I'm doing for that mm-hmm. role? Mm-hmm. Any thoughts yeah. on that?
1: No, I'm just thinking that's good. I think starting with those two questions, I mean, that's, I think that's really good. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be helpful for everybody.
0: Yeah, the third question I put down is, what can I do to free you up to be who God has called you to be? Which is kind of what we were just, yeah. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. just another way of saying that same thing. Is there something I can do that's going to allow you to better step into? Because mm-hmm. um, really, at the end of the day, like, I want to know uh, kind of what that This Is Us episode. By the way, God uses all things for his glory. <laughs> the fact that this is a This Is Us episode that we were watching in bed last night. And this is sparking his conversation. Mm-hmm. Literally, God will use God will use your sin. God will use other people's sin. God will use brokenness. He will use things that are trying to go against His glory, mm-hmm. and He will redeem all things back for His glory to capture people's attention. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's like, why are you basing all of this off of this is us episode? <laughs> um,
1: God uses Netflix, y'all.
0: <laughs> He'll use whatever. I mean, yeah. he just will use whatever to capture yeah. your attention. God is incredibly creative in mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what that episode did for me is asked me, uh, uh, kind of forced me to ask how do I know if I've stepped outside the bounds um, of asking you to bend like wh- wh-
1: if you've asked too much of me yeah or yeah yeah I think that's a good question too because where is the line of you doing too much or me asking too much or you asking too much you know like that show last night like who who was right you know, who yeah. should have said, okay, you know, should Beth have said, listen, for the last 20 years of her marriage, I've sacrificed and I'm not going to now, which is essentially what she's saying. Was Randall right to say, but it's impacting our life too much. Our family you are not home for the kids at night, you know?
0: Yeah. So that is the line. Yep. That's tough. I think the super good question Answer the question I think we'll end on and the answer will, will, will end on this Um, because I was thinking about that as well. And here are my thoughts on that. We exist for the glory of God and for the advancement of his kingdom, not for our own pleasure. Mm -hmm. Although we often find pleasure in God's glory and expanding his kingdom Mm -hmm. because he's a good God and he gives good gifts and even working alongside of him and sacrificing for his name is oftentimes pleasurable. Not always. Sometimes it ends in martyrdom. And, uh, which even for the martyrs, they would say is a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but, uh, that's a whole incredible thing. We should do a whole episode on martyrdom and the, anyway. Um, so what we can't be doing is saying, um, well, you list out everything that you really love to do as a hobby and I'll list out everything I need to love to do as a hobby or things that I'm kind of excited about. And we'll just figure out who needs to bend to those. That's the wrong premise. <laughs> the right premise is how has God designed us for his glory? How has God uniquely designed you for his glory? How has God uniquely designed me for his glory? Let's put all those things on the table mm-hmm. and then ask, how do we serve each other to make sure that those things are lifted up to its highest potential for the advancement and the glory of God? Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean everybody's in a quote-unquote ministry role. Mm-hmm. You go start a nonprofit, preach, right. feed the orphans. It doesn't mean that. Um, but it does mean that your motivation for anything that you're spending time on is for the advancement of God's glory, mm-hmm. um, not just for hobby sake. Right. So, bro, if you're like trying to convince your wife, you need to bend so I can join the video game league because I love video games or I'm trying to become mm-hmm. a professional bowler in my 30s. For uh and trying to make ESPN 38 like like lay down your dream <laughs> you know yep. like not the thing now but here's <laughs> the thing if some dude was like man i feel like i love bowling i, I don't know why i'm using we went bowling this week maybe i had that oh, probably yeah. there's not I'm probably go a single <laughs> know, not a single listener who can relate to this example <laughs> well, we, uh, we did
1: we went bowling uh, the other day yeah. it was fun
0: uh oh uh we'll just stick with it since we're on it okay. bowler Guy's been bowling his whole life, loves bowling. That one dude out there, Douglas, I love you for listening. <laughs> Douglas, what? <laughs> Picture he's a Douglas. Douglas the bowler. He loves bowling and he's been doing his whole life, but he's, he's not just thinking through, um, I want to go bowl, get on a bowling league for the sake of, I just really need to bowl more. But he's thinking through, I love doing this. I'm even kind of good at it. I have a lot of fun with it. I want to go in there as a missionary for the sake of God's kingdom and for his glory. Bro, my neighbors along. Yeah, invite your neighbors, invite your coworkers. Put that. That's like on, put on the table worthy. I would put that in front of your wife and say, "Here's something God's laid on my heart. Don't manipulate.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Don't twist it. But if if you can see how God might use you for the advancement of His kingdom, ask your wife, "Is this something that we feel like in this next season we can do together, or that I would be freed up to do?" Mm -hmm. Um, again, for the advancement of his kingdom. Mm
1: -hmm. It's probably not going to be Call of Duty.
0: Probably not. Maybe. Probably Probably not. not. (laughs) I'm not a gamer, so I don't... I I, I have no sympathy for you gamers. I know, I pick on the gamers a lot because I just (laughs) just don't game. But um, there was a... We'll end on this. (laughs) There was a... I was speaking at a conference recently. Did a meetup the night before. I was hanging out with some of the guys. One of the guys was leaving the meetup and he like tapped another guy on the shoulder. He's like, all right, man, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, I'm headed home, but I think our wives are playing each other on some video game right now. Like the two husbands were out at the meetup and the two wives were like gaming with each other. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about gaming, but they were like, you know, hanging out at their own houses. The kids were asleep and they were like, chatting yeah yeah so they're like chatting or whatever and they're playing games (laughs) together i don't know what game it was but i'm like that's actually kind of cool because they're both like moms that couldn't go out yeah they had to put the kids to bed and they found some common yeah they found this like common hobby of hanging out and they've become like best friends so i was like all right well i need to stop hating on gamers because god's even redeeming that space (laughs) to like (laughs) bring friendships together and all that stuff. Anyway, any last thoughts on this? Uh, I think this is a conversation that has to be had consistently. Otherwise seeds of bitterness are going to fester.
1: Yeah. And that was obvious in the show last night. I, I don't think so. I think this is good. I think asking those questions, um, who do we feel like is bending or do you feel like you're bending too much for me? Or am I, you know, asking you to whatever, bend too much for me? Um, I think because when you ask me, because you do ask me like what's on your heart or, you know, what do you feel like God's doing or, you know, what's anything bothering you lately or anything like that? It's usually me feeling like I'm not doing something adequately enough and it's usually like homeschool or momming or wifing or whatever. And you, one time you said um, like one way that you helped me along in my quote unquote dreams, which are not. Big dreams like I'm not traveling and whipping up ministries and things like that. But you um you said, what can we do today on this very day to like help you get towards your goal? Because I think my goal was like, we have to get through the stinking second grade math book or whatever. (laughs) And uh you said anyway, I had actually a huge list of things and it was like all these like grandiose, like I have to get my children prepared just in case they're going to go to college. Like I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, years down the road. And you said, what can we do today to like get you towards your goal? Yeah. And that kind of helped me like come down to earth a little bit. And mm. and uh, and then you helped me. Like you took, I don't know, you took Eden somewhere and I had the time then to sit with Elijah and get through this thing that was stressing me out in the homeschool world. So, yeah. I mean, even though it wasn't like a big thing, but you laid down what you were doing for that day to help me do what I needed to do, which was just homeschool, but not just homeschool. That's a big
0: task. Yeah, Crazy how um, you know, we just heard a noise come out of our kids' room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared they're going to come walk down the hall. It's going to startle me. Like... <laughs> okay, just talk so Sorry if I scream get startled easily.
0: Uh, six cents or kids just okay. I can't. Okay. Uh, uh, I can't go to bed. Let's end on that. Uh thanks babe, for hanging out.
1: What were you going to say? I don't know.
0: Oh. oh, it's crazy how it's crazy how um the simplest things we talked about this last time you were on, but just the very simple question, what can I do today to serve you? Yeah. What can I do today to help out with what yeah. what's on your heart? So many guys gave feedback on the last episode about how we communicate You had a thought about that, but I'm putting you on the spot, so you probably won't remember. But one of the things that stuck out the most to guys when they heard the last episode is how you and I communicate, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which that's not what we were trying to do. No. We weren't, like, trying to point out.
1: I think what I had said when you had told me that was, I think, um, because we practice it, like, like regularly. Like, this isn't just, like, our podcast talk. This is, like, daily... Like, as we're going to bed or in the morning or, I mean, because, I mean, we have three kids. One of them's an infant and a seven-year-old and a five-year-old and I still work and you travel. But, like, you know, even just in the the passing times that we're, like, literally just walking past each other, you doing okay? You doing, (laughs) you know? (laughs) but just practicing it really regularly so that when something gets brought up it's not like a whoa where the heck did yeah. that come from but it's like a daily what's on your heart am i doing something that's bothering you what can i do to be better you know yeah um if you hear that daily then there won't be like if it's just once a year there may be some pretty heavy like yeah hit you in the yeah, face. you she been
0: waiting all year to yeah, drop this bomb right. on you. Thank you for asking. Yeah. You just pulled the right. uh, pin on the grenade.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but if you practice daily, you know, good communication and just connecting, then I think it'll, it won't be, it's really not so foreign for us, I think, this yeah. communicating thing.
0: And a daily reminder, my goal is to lay down my life for you. My, my, I'm here to serve you. I mean, if we believe that w- the words in scripture like that, you I'm would not. You me more Starbucks. I would get, I just brought you Starbucks. You did.
1: He did. That was really <laughs> sweet.
0: Uh, my goal is not to, to get what I can out of you. Consumer. We go into, we're such a consumer mentality. Right.
1: That's why all the divorces, he just doesn't make me happy anymore. She doesn't make me happy anymore. That, that's not the point. That was yeah. never the point.
0: Right. Yeah. All right. Coming to Dallas this week, you will bend, uh, this week Mm -hmm. so that I can travel to Dallas and, uh, remind the guys there of the gospel. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're in Dallas and you'll be at that conference, just know my wife will stay home and her part of serving you is to hold down the fort while I'm gone. So, and and it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's a big deal. Anyway, love you, babe. Thank you for coming on again. I hope this was helpful. I know we didn't really have like a end destination here, but I just wanted to process.
1: This is us. It's a good show. It is and good. did us to Jesus tonight.
0: Yeah. Interesting that they never, they talk about a bunch of stuff on This Is Us, but it's never, they don't involve like God really at all. There's no, like, real prayer. No. It's kind of a bummer. They
1: touch on a lot of things. A lot of things. Yeah. But not yet religion. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Anyway. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, We will see you next week. See you.